CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. Episode 25. We're a quarter into our 100 episode goal. That's our goal is 100? I didn't know that was our goal. It's a new goal. I just made it up right now. I thought our goal was just to be as consistent as possible. Well, if that works out that way, then we'll get to 100, would we not? That's a hundred weeks of, oh, well, well, no, wait, wait, wait. No, it's not. We'd <laughs> we be skipped a lot a couple. <laughs> further ahead by now. We'd be close to 30 by now. <laughs> well, we haven't missed as many as I thought we'd maybe miss. But that in the same breath, I thought maybe we'd be a little more consistent. <laughs> We're doing awesome. Okay. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Um, All the things we got planned in our yearly... Plan. Our annual plan. Annual plan. That's, sort of That's what we're going to deliver today is our information about our annual plan. Which kind of starts tomorrow with our 55 um, plus master's class. Yeah. Like that's kind of what started this. It did. A little bit. Well, partly. Partly. And because like you're full time now. Yes. You're a CFF full time. My employee only. <laughs> Ouch. Hopefully your husband doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, yeah. And so just like our programming has, you know, a direction through different cycles and things that we're trying to accomplish, we now are able to accompany that programming with extra skill work and extra offerings to continue to help you guys improve. Why is that important? Like, can I not improve in class? You absolutely can. And I get that question lots. That's why I'm asking it. But it's sort of the degree of improvement and the speed to which that occurs. And so when I say degree of improvement, like, first of all, A, it depends how many times you're coming. B, it depends in those times that you're coming, are you actually hitting the skills that you want to and need to improve? And I would say like A2 would be, are you consistently coming? Also that, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. And with that being said too, like some of the movements, when we build out our month of programming, you know, we're only touching that one particular movement once a month, like for some of the things, Mm -hmm. you know, some things get more touches on them, but some things only get one touch in an entire month. And if you're not there on that class in that one time in that month, you miss that opportunity to work on that skill. And so, you know, there are a lot of variables that go into the dependency of that, but then also the, the rate of your improvement too, you know? If you rely on the five minutes of time you get to practice and build on that skill in class, the one or two times or three times in a month that you sporadically luckily achieve or attend that class, Mm -hmm. you know, your improvement on that skill could be lacking or not as fast as you might want it to be. And then you end up being frustrated and you think the program's not working and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And you're just left with frustration. Like, why am I not getting better? Well, sometimes we need to take a step back and look at the global picture of things and part of like what we can do to help that, you know, obviously we have 30 minute um, skill sessions to schedule in, but I know that that doesn't work for everybody or isn't an opportunity that's everybody wants to take advantage of. So in sort of accordance to that, to try and provide ample opportunities, we've built our annual plan with different skill offerings throughout the year. 
in an effort to try and get more touches and more focused work on some of the, the more intricate things that, you know, we want to and should be improving at. There you go. That was a pretty elaborate explanation. It was. And I actually lied because our annual plan started on Saturday with our mobility Ooh, class. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. So definitely like a different tone to class. Cause like where they're stretching and having a good time and not your like typical loud and exciting group class, but it was fun. I liked it. It's important. Super important. And you know what? I enjoyed that. It was kind of laid back and just chill and just kind of relax and low like, intensity. Just do your own thing. Chit chat with your neighbor or just kind of pay attention to how your body feels as you're moving through your mobility. That's the stuff. thing, right? That was neat. So yeah. I like, it was cool not to, I want to say like force that loud kind of community vibe because everybody was just in their zone doing their thing, which was cool. And I was, I was thinking as I was kind of watching from the side, you know, you started out with very basic things like your mm-hmm. PVC pass-throughs mm-hmm. and I was walking by and I was just thinking to myself, it's like, yeah, we do this in class all the time, but like, and you know that you should be doing this on your own at home, not even that specific movement, but like all the things that you were about to do. Mm-hmm. You should be doing these things at home or at least we say that to ourselves like oh i need i need to be i need to work on my flexibility or i need to be more mo- mobile i need to stretch at home but then how many people are actually follow through with that yeah like 0.1 percent when it was and in- consistently yeah and it was interesting because when we were putting together this program it was like hey this is that accountability piece for some people to touch on their mobility at least one extra time outside of coming here yeah but also uh, a member was leaving class and he said, like, I'd really like to be doing like a couple of these at home during the week. And I said, cool, grab one or two that we did just in this session today and stick with it throughout the week. Like just continuously do one or two a day. And then next time he comes, he can pick from one or two more that are presented in class. He's kind of got this structure, a place to go from. That was neat. And the guidance and accountability is the piece that people lack. Like, mm-hmm. and I had this conversation with someone else on the weekend about it was nutritionally based, but like, what is the problem in having that coach? Mm-hmm. You know, there is it isn't a big deal. Like, just because you need somebody to help guide you and, and hold you accountable to get some stretching done, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah. it's just a piece that we need as human and human beings to help us be more successful with the things that we need to do. And that is okay. There's nothing wrong with having a coach. And so I thought it was great just watching from the side, you know, seeing these 10, 12 people or however many there were just in that moment, like you said, solely focused on feeling their body. You know, sometimes when we incorporate these 10, 15 minutes of mobility into our our lesson plans and our classes, I think people don't truly tap into what that 15 minutes should be like, because, you know, you have the pressure of that looming workout mm-hmm. and the intensity that you're going to have to soon be working on. Like that's kind of all processing through your brain. You're not really paying attention to what you're doing, even though you're going through the motions type of thing. Well, yeah. And your reason why for being there is not to work on mobility. Yeah. Your reason is to come for a workout. But when you come to mobility class, your intention is to work on mobility. And it was neat because, um, we did like those PVC pastures and just some like air squats and stuff at the beginning, just to kind of set that sort of base marker. Cause I want to just, and I circled back to them at the end and it was like, Hey, do your shoulders feel better? Do your hips feel better? Like, can you touch your toes? Like just some simple, basic stuff. And somebody was like, are you trying to sell yourself? I was like, no, like I'm not trying to sell myself. I'm trying to sell the importance of mobility, whether you come to mobility class or not, like this stuff actually works. Like, <laughs> 
you feel better. Imagine that when you actually do something and you see the improvement. That, that was really only my intention is just so we can be like, hey, like I actually need to work on this because it works quickly. And if I did it regularly, this is what will happen. So no, I was not trying to sell myself. <laughs> Okay, so moving down anyway, our, our list, yeah. like, and we'll just take this piece by piece and like in the order that we're planning on this over the next year, sort of the things that we've got in our back pocket. What's next on the list? Um, I would say kids barbell club is no, starting. S- no, Wait. starting Monday is our 55 oh, plus. Sorry. I you skipped a day. <laughs> yeah, but let's let's talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> It's not Taco Tuesday yet. Um, yeah, our 55 plus class is starting. Masters. I'm, I'm really excited to see this. Are you? Yeah. I'm glad that I'm not coaching it because that is definitely not my demographic I excel with. But I don't know if it's mine. I don't know if I should be admitting that. You got a better personality than I do. Also had the discussion with someone else about this particular class. I'm like, Whitney's the better person to be in this class. <laughs> kids and I'm a little too intense for for the masters <laughs> no I think you'd be fine I think you'd be okay I guess if I can handle Judy I can handle a couple more of them <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I'm excited for that class and it's full like uh, yeah there was a good response on that that completely blew you and I both away and even just people like are you starting another one after this because yeah. I'm doing something right now yeah. I'd love to join and yeah so that'll be interesting I'd like to see that yeah, staple. So we have everywhere from like just above 50 to 74, 75 mm-hmm. people of all degrees, like and all abilities, like people that are super active and people we have that somebody coming with a bummed up ankle. Ankle? Yeah, bummed up ankle. We've also got um somebody that is on the list for a hip replacement, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff going on. And that's kind of what makes it fun and challenging with this particular group, I'd say, is that you know your creativity is challenged. Yeah hope you're ready. <laughs> well, I think it's just a matter of translating things into real life. Like that is how not necessarily you get them to buy in, but you get to un- get them to understand the importance of doing something like this. Like, how does this help me in real life? I think that's my approach. Tell me what a class is going to look like for them. <laughs> Can you ask me that tomorrow <laughs> after I think about it? It's on my list of things to plan. Um, mobility is going to be, um, definitely part of our beginning of our class um I don't know I think just to start out just getting an understanding of where everybody's at in terms of like their ability to move through range of motion like can they squat and where's their squat at because we talk a lot about the importance of squatting and like sitting down and being able to go to the bathroom on your own and as you age like that's going to be important. And even like getting yourself up off the ground, like that is important to them. Um, I bet most of them have grandkids that they want to keep up with. So like, can you just move for an extended amount of time at a bit higher pace? And I don't want to say intensity because they're not here for high intensity, but can you just move consistently for a longer period of time than a casual stroll? I'm probably most excited to see this play out because like if you would ask me 10 years ago when I first opened the doors to this place, if I was ever going to have a 55 plus class, I, w- I would have laughed at you. I, I think we've had this conversation about kids classes being same thing so too. big, right? Not yeah. to say that like CrossFit is not for 55 plus, but it's just solely because I saw myself as that as a group of 
individuals that I would not excel at coaching or my personality would not be best suited for. And, you know, as the business has molded and shaped itself over the last 10 years, especially in the last year, it's just like, you know, our target demographic or the type of people that, you know, are, are sort of ideal member to be in here is, is kind of really truly shaped itself. And part of that type of personnel is this 55 plus and like, I'm just super excited to see the impact it's going to have on their lives, mm-hmm. you know, just from like day one to the end of eight weeks type of thing. Yep. I think if anybody needs it the most, it's people like that. I was just going to say, I think, yeah. I think it's awesome that we have, even just in our general membership, a higher age group in, yeah. in that sense. Cause it is, it's super important. For them. Yeah. Very important. Um, so after that, then we've got kids barbell stuff starting. There's one spot left for that class. Oh, wow. I know. I'm I'm happy about that one. So every Wednesday. Right after school. Kids doing barbell things. Which is going to be awesome. And it's it's a group of kids that have been with me for a little bit and have been looking for more. Like, I constantly get asked from these parents, like, what else can my kid do? Is there more for my kid to do? Because they're not right, quite ready for our adult programs yet. Um or won't be for a while. They're they're young and but they're super into it. So I'm glad that we can offer something more for them. Better pick up my game, and these kids are gonna be lifting more than me. Yeah, I. <laughs> Hallie did a 75 pound split trick the other day, and I was like, oh crap! I don't know if I can do that right now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited for them to get some touches on the barbell. They really like that stuff, and just get them moving well again, so that when they do head into our regular programs when they're old enough that they've got some background in that as well. And so that program and just obviously the regular kids program and now this 55 plus program, we're hoping that these things become permanent things Mm -hmm. that they just renew and restart and renew and restart. Um, Obviously your kids barbell stuff is popular and that for sure will be cemented in. We're hoping Mm -hmm. this 55 plus really takes off and it becomes a permanent part of our class offerings and not just like this one time thing. Um, so to our listeners, if you have friends or family or neighbors that would fall into that category, just pass along a, a good little message for us. Cause honestly, we're relying on word of mouth for our, our yeah. advertising for that program as that demographic is not typically very strong on social media. <laughs> <laughs> From past experience, we found that out. <laughs> yeah. So no, um, that is really cool. Oh, and rewind mid-October where you're... <laughs> So many things. Wow, maybe we should have like actually pulled this annual plan out in front of us. So no, I got this one's new. This one didn't even make the annual plan. This was like a little side thing. Um, we've partnered up with Family Resource Center again for a parent talk class happening mid October. Those guys are so cute. They are so cute. You call them <laughs> tater tater tots. Yeah, our tater tot class. Uh, so they'll be back uh, <laughs> mid afternoon on Wednesdays, coming in with their parent. To do that oh that'd be fun and then that kind of leads us into like the actual sort of skill things that we've got planned out for the, the membership and and the not membership the non-membership yeah. too like happy to partake in our, our stuff also mm-hmm. um which kind of leads us to at the end of december our annual liftoff for the food bank mm-hmm. or for the soup haven um and so we've done that for the past two years and now this will be our third year and kind of our prep to leading up towards that. So that event kind of revolves around the CrossFit total, which for those that don't know is a one rep max attempt at back squat, shoulder press, deadlift. Um, 
and then we raise money obviously with participation fees to to do that on a Saturday morning we hold it all morning and uh, that money gets donated towards the soup haven we've always given money to the soup haven for the last like seven or eight years at Christmas time just to help with the hampers and and all of that stuff and our checking for charity also goes into that as well and so utilizing that as our sort of main event at the end of the year we kind of built backwards for the the previous six weeks from that and so we'll be offering sort of like a the lift off prep class where we work on nothing but squats deadlifts and presses and all the accessory work associated with that so that when you do come to that attempt at the end of december like you are well prepared um to handle that so mm-hmm. we did that in the classes last time and it, and you know looking back on that experience we really felt that it took away from the class you know it was it was very hard to manage everything that we needed to accomplish that day and to truly put the kind of attention and time into that that it, it actually needed um and so because of that i think it paid off for our athletes definitely like it did, but was it delivered in the most effective way no that's yeah that's a better way <laughs> probably of saying not it. yeah yeah so because of that you know we're pulling that out separately and as a separate offering that you know if this is something that you want to work on even if you don't have intentions of coming to to do your one rm at the end of this uh, at the end of december in our funders that's okay you know there's a lot of people that just enjoy lifting mm-hmm. and so working on their their uh, back squat, shoulder press, deadlift, and all those accessory lifts that go with that. You know, there are people that enjoy just that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can totally bum along with us and, you know, just get better at lifting. Yeah. So. What would a typical class like that look like? Obviously, warm up and mobility um, specifically for that stuff. Um, but then, you know, doing some some percentage work. And then accessory work to go along with it Mm -hmm. and then finishing with some rehab work. Mm -hmm. So that will look something like maybe it's back squat day. So we say we, we make this three times a week. So one day we hit back squats. So it's like, I don't know, I'm just going to make this up right now. Five at 75, three at 80, one at 85%. And then we do some accessory work, like single leg strength stuff. We do kettlebell strength stuff, like just, different movements so we do like some goblet squats and some back extensions on the ghd to work on our our hip flexion and and extension and then we do some rehab work at the end um you know balance stability strength type thing just you know more centered and focused work Mm -hmm. and actually structured in terms of the percentages and and how those percentages progress over six weeks versus just blindly hitting it once in a class here and there. Yeah. This feels <laughs> again, moderately heavy. Today. Yeah. Again. And depending if you actually show up on that day. Right. And again, yeah. also depending on if you're doing it consistently. Yeah. So like basically giving you the best opportunity to set yourself up for success mm-hmm. when it comes to that one rep max at the end mm-hmm. or just getting better period. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, January leads us into gymnastics. It does. So we're going to run a beginner's gymnastics and kind of in preparation for the open. Yeah. So the open we're assuming is going to be half of February, most of March, like it always has been in the past, but we don't, we don't know that yet. Um, So using that as our quarterly main thing that we build our programming around that brings gymnastics to the forefront in January and helping people work on things like handstand pushups, pull-ups, toes to bar, muscle-ups, and some walks, just double unders, you know, that's a gymnastics movement. 
um, anything that's really body weight dependent. Mm -hmm. And just again, too, in the same manner that the back squat, shoulder press deadlift structure, same thing here is like, okay, well, let's do some mobility and some warm up prep, especially oh, words <laughs> specifically for these movements that we're doing, yeah. work on some strength work related to this, hit some accessory work related to this positional work, and then rehab work before you leave also. Yeah. You know, again, too, just having a more focused approach and, and time and coach time to spend other than that five minutes on that sporadic chance you attend the, the right class. Yeah. For sure. And I would say that a lot of our skill sessions lately have been around gymnastics types things. And in that brief 30 minutes we spend with people, a lot of progress happens. Yeah. So I'm really excited for yeah. a gymnastics class. Like a lot of progress or even just those aha moments that yeah. you can find and explain and tackle because that's what you're specifically focusing yeah, on. Yeah. And you have that one-on-one -on -one ratio right like well that too yeah for sure and i'm sure we'll see all of that happen in a group setting when it's that specific absolutely. focus yeah. but it's just nice to have that set aside time for a specific area of focus and so starting with like a beginner level mm -hmm. in terms of like hey here's the positions that we need to hit here's how we how we work on getting the strength and the the mobility for these movements mm -hmm. um learning the positional things for these movements and then you know the very basics of them. So it's not like we're going to work on chest to bar. We're going to work on just pull-ups. And even if you have pull-ups, doesn't mean that you're too good to be in this class or whatever. Yeah. Like 99.9% .9 of the people that have pull-ups can always improve oh, sure. myself included. Yeah. Um, and so, the, you know, for those people, we challenge them to, to still take part in this so that yeah. we can clean up your movement, make you more efficient so that when the open does come around and it's 50 pull-ups, you can burn through those 50 mm -hmm. pull-ups efficiently mm -hmm. and be good to go for whatever's next on the list, yeah. you know, and maybe for the other people, it's achieving your first pull-up out of those 50 pull-ups and like, then that is worth it then in there. Mm -hmm. I think piggybacking off of last week's episode on coach development, I'm off to Saskatoon end of October for a gymnastics course. I think that's what kind of spurred go. that on yeah. to get that for our members happening. Yep. Um, and then from there we build row club in, oh, probably the most, most popular out of anything we have ever done. Is um, it safe to say that you're coaching that? <laughs> yeah, I will. So look for my can return. <laughs> um, probably going to bank on getting some more rowers in just so that we can fill a couple more spots. Uh, last time I ran this last year, we had to implement another class on top of it so that we had two classes running because 30 people wanted to partake. <laughs> so yeah, Can't it is that now. <laughs> definitely the most popular thing we've ever run. Um, and with good, good reason why, right? Like there is so much technique to rowing. And apart from that, there's also so much to understand, not only about yourself, but about the machine itself and like what you do to try and change the numbers on the screen. And what does that mean in relation to the goal you're trying to accomplish at that given moment? Like, are you running for calories or distance or what, how many calories and how much distance, you know, there's, there's just so much strategy involved in it when you really truly understand the machine. Um, but my goal is always just to help you move more efficiently. Um, 
for example, I worked with someone the other day in a 30 minute skill set. Well, yours might be about gymnastics. Mine has been about rowing. <laughs> um, you know, and this person went through my 30 minute skill set later on rowing and then actually came to the workout later that day, which had rowing in it. And I happened to be walking by them. Wasn't that awesome? Later on in the class. I, yeah, I and they mind. turned around and, and was like, wow, like I, everything you said is paid off and I do not feel as burnt out as I normally would have. And yeah, so it was just like a, a good aha moment for them literally hours after they had spent half an hour with me. So that was kind of cool to see And they that. were consistent. Yeah. Like the mechanics never faltered. Awesome. I watched the whole class. Cool. Yeah, it was good. And even the people who um, attended our 1K row day, like seeing huge improvements, just like when we scratched the surface on rowing that yeah. day. But yeah, and literally just some, scratched the surface. Yeah. That's the like, perfect words. Like – I want to say barely scratched surface, um, just back to basics for our, um, seasoned people. Or, Tucker says hi to all our podcast yeah. listeners. Or even just like our, um, new members just getting a touch on those positions to hit. Yeah. Um, cause they I've, wouldn't have learned it since their first day in foundations. Yeah. And I've so. seen them continue on and even comment, like I've learned so much since that one class that we did and it's like, yeah, yeah. but if only you knew how much more there is yeah. to learn. Yeah. yeah so I'm really cool. excited for that. So come February slash March, you know, row club will come around just because it's winter and, you know, we can't be outside doing run club. Run club is done. <laughs> um, Shout out to the people who PR'd their 5Ks on their run yeah. club journey. That was cool too. <clears throat> and I think after that, that brings up the open. And so through March, and we're just going to yes. tone it down during the open to let that be our focus and, and let that quarter pay itself off after all the work we put in preparing for that. And then that brings us sort of into spring slash summer already. And then we just kind of start the cycle over. And so we'll sprinkle in some Ollie club then working on our snatch and our clean and jerk through April. Throw um, maybe some mobility back Yeah, that'll be well. another time for mobility right after the open mm-hmm. um, or during the open rather. Something, yeah. Uh, so Ollie club is usually another popular one around here, just making sure that you know, you get those extra touches on those very complicated movements. I know in foundations, I always say like these two things are the most technical movements we do out of everything. And, you know, I've been doing this for 10, 12 years and I'm nowhere near an expert at it. And so <laughs> when you only touch it once yeah. or twice in the month on the days you sporadically show up, you know, your improvement on it is not as fast as it could be. So yeah. um, Ollie club is usually another one that's really popular and I'm excited to yeah, to get that one going. Yeah. And then we cycle back and we start all over. So that would bring about, about run club after that and reinitiating that. That was something that we started or restarted this year as a means to keep people busy while they were stuck at home and, you know, get outside and take advantage of the, the warm weather. But that had such a great response. That's now a permanent thing within our offering. And yeah. so that'll come around again in April, May next year. I'm contemplating a kid's camp during the summer. Yeah. Contemplating. Well, we've always, we've talked about that on we and have. off yeah. throughout the last year. And even during the winter in Christmas break, yes, there, that we, one was there's always something that we have there too. on the schedule. Just sorting out what that looks like. In age groups and stuff. And yeah. yeah. That could be fun. Yeah. Then we're kind of back to where we are. I guess the cool thing is like, you know, our programming and these specialty classes go hand in hand mm-hmm. as well as the certain big events throughout the year too. Oh, we missed a big event at the end of January, beginning of February. 
that's in our plan. Your 10 year anniversary. <laughs> the gym's 10 year. That's a big thing. Yeah, it is a big thing. Well, I didn't really count it as like a skill. <laughs> it's in the at... annual plan. <laughs> <laughs> a big shebang for the 10 years. Hopefully it's not limited to 30 people. people. Yeah. <laughs> 30 people. We'll just do rotating shifts. You can come celebrate at this time. <laughs> we'll text you when the doors are open. <laughs> After we spray the place down. <laughs> we'll cover the food, we promise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yes, so that's in our plan of events. I feel like it needs to be noted. Sure. Okay. Um, Not sure what that looks like, though, but... And then hopefully next year we can also host the Throwdown again. Yes. By new name. We'll yes. have a new name by then. I really missed that. Like I missed it. It too. was supposed to be like all of my Facebook memories in the past like month because we've held it on various dates all yeah. within the same like range, and I've missed it. Like I missed that chaos of the preparation the and the chaos of the actual event running and how smoothly my volunteers handled everything. I just I just missed that so much. Yeah. I didn't realize. I thought at the time I was like you know when COVID all started happening, I was like there's no way we're going to have a competition and I'm kind of okay with that. Like I could use a break from the stress that comes along with that. But then as we got closer, I'm like, no, this isn't right. You should be going nuts right now. We should be sitting on my kitchen floor, planning out the events right now. I know. (laughs) That was always a fun thing. Yeah. So hopefully next year, that's something that gets worked into the fall. Um, And then that brings us right back to, you know, the soup haven at the end of December, open February, March, yeah. Something in the spring, summer, and then uh, we're back to fall and throw it on again. And I think just sprinkling in some more nutrition like, challenges twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, more things like our uh, nature trail run that we did yep. and just like stuff like that. Maybe find a winter edition. Snowshoeing, snowshoe York Lake. Ooh, yeah. Or ski. You could probably ski out there too. Yeah. We got lots in the we got, we got lots our, in the work. Our new kayaking trip that we did the other year. Yeah. Yeah. Kind so of disappointed that didn't work out also this year. Um, yeah. I guess the main thing just being, like I said, like, you know, the way that the programming and now our annual plan of skill development kind of complements each other, just continues our effort to help our clients improve. Mm-hmm. You know, that yes, the group classes are are good. They're great for progressing they're great for getting better and fitter and and feeling healthier and things like that but like we gotta have goals like you gotta have reasons for why you're coming here and for some people that's honing in on specific things and that just requires a little bit of extra time and work and patience and structured focus and stuff like that so um like you know, I, I always, especially when the open comes around people people you know they've done it a few times and they they're like oh you know, I said last year when I finished, like I would make sure I had a pull up and now the open is here and I still don't have a pull up. And then my first question is like, well, what have you done in the last year in the last year to work on that? You know? And so now you have these opportunities to spend some extra time and, and coached effort and mm-hmm. stuff to, to help you actually achieve the things that you know you want to do. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, it also gives our opportunity for the staff to be a little bit more involved in everything and, and get out there and spend more time with our clients and build their own coaching skills and, and all of that. So, you know, from my perspective, I'm excited to watch that play out and, and just uh, so overall see the smiles and new things that are achieved. Yeah. 
PRs are fun. And just even like the accomplished feeling you get, even if you don't get that PR though, you know, you still, you can still walk away feeling accomplished being like, I put in like some serious work on this and I am 1% better, you know? Yeah. Like I said, it's like those aha moments that come. Yeah. Sure. You're not getting your toes to bar, but aha, you now understand how that movement should look and feel. And for some people, like is four weeks, a realistic time four or six weeks, a realistic time frame for you to achieve a skill for some people, not yeah, really, yeah. you know, it took me two years for, to get a muscle up. And I actually put a lot of focus time and effort into that. Yeah. So, you know, things don't come overnight, but they don't come if you don't work on them. So at least you're a little bit closer. There you go. I'll step off my soapbox there. Again. <laughs> I just get a little revved up. Like I just, I just want people to understand. Well, hopefully they understand <laughs> 1% more now. Might get you a soapbox for Christmas. Just put it over in the corner. <laughs> well, those like crates that hold the, the yeah. um, clipboards for okay. the for the throwdown oh, yeah, those are like the all. perfect milk crate things that's Paint like what i imagine i'd yellow for you and that's can, what i imagine i'd carry with me to like a rally and i'd just put down and hop up on this thing and start speaking on my speakerphone just kidding i'd never go to a rally I was gonna say, that is so not you but okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man there all right episode 25. episode 25 all about our annual plan so hey Here's well, we always end on something for the listeners. If there is something specific that you feel you could use our help working on, that's what we want to hear about. Maybe there's something that we didn't think of to include in our annual plan, and that could be something that that we throw in there. What do you need help with most? There's the question. Send us a message, email on our socials. However, you know how to get in you touch know. with us. Yeah. If you know, you, you know. know. <laughs>